Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. In order to ensure victory at the midterms, the Democratic Party passed a bill that will increase spending during inflation and taxes during a recession. Genius! And when they're called to the carpet on the realities of the situation, holy McDodge! You hire 87,000 more IRS agents, which is what this legislation does. 87,000 more IRS agents. And do they not think that this is going to mean that you, me, and we are going to have more opportunities for audits? Do we not understand that when you have 87,000 more agents, it's not like they just exist in a vacuum? They have to do something. They have to prove their worth. I mean, is CNBC the only group that understands this? And Jared Bernstein, one of President Biden's advisors, so desperate to dodge. Corps or family, you know, not hedge fund managers. I'm talking about, okay. You know, so they, they would we're doubling the size of the IRS, then who are they going to go after? Well, first of all, uh, good point, because uh, the S-Corps uh, typically pass through their taxes to the individual side of the code. So that, uh, my point was that let's talk about businesses by their profitability. Nobody under 400K, whether you're a small business or an individual, pays a penny more in taxes. I want to talk about something else, though, Brian. You talked about deficit reduction. One of the best ways. 87,000 new agents. What are they all going to do? They're only going to audit people who are billionaires, only going to audit people who make over 400000 No one believes this. Has anybody ever seen a government agency not do more, not engage in a level of, of, of creep, of growth? Well, we're looking at this, we're looking at that, oh, we'll look at this, oh, we'll look at that. More people are filing a, a tax return for 50000 100000 a year. You don't think those people are going to get a little more scrutiny? You're a fool if you think otherwise. And yet this is what Democrats are thrilled by, thrilled by this legislation. They passed on a 50-50 vote by giving up principles and by giving away a whole bunch of goodies. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Guys, always a pleasure. 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. 833-468-8669. Senator Todd Young of Indiana is scheduled to be with us a little bit later in the show. And if case you missed it, uh, I happened to catch live when Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, was talking about how excited he was for this legislation and his lucky suit. And so I'm like, all right, I got to record this. And then I started doing commentary while I was recording it. I'll share it with you a little bit later. I'm, oh, it's special. The part of this that they don't get into, that they're trying to to play down is first how much this is a climate change bill. Of course they're talking about it, but they haven't figured out how they're selling it. Here's what I mean. Senator Brian Schatz of Hawaii had tweeted yesterday, we just passed the Inflation Reduction Act. This is a historic victory for the United States and the planet. 
by the way, you got to love the name, Inflation Reduction Act, 50-50 vote. Kamala Harris is the tie-breaking vote on, on this one, and she was happy to do it. On this vote, the yeas are 50, the nays are 50. The Senate being equally divided, the vice president votes in the affirmative, and the bill, as amended, is passed. So happy. We have met the ambition this crisis requires, according to Senator Schatz, and passed the biggest climate action in American history by investing in clean energy, clean transportation, and climate-smart manufacturing. We'll cut emissions 40% by the end of the decade, and we're going to pay for it all by making billion-dollar corporations finally pay their fair share. Oh, yeah. Their fair share of taxes, 15% corporate minimum tax, which means they're going to have their taxes increased. And what do you think the corporations are going to do? They're going to pass it along to you, me, and we. This is something that Democrats are going to run on in the midterms. Increased taxation. They increased taxes during a recession. Actually happened. What's interesting is that while... um, Schatz is, is writing about this. We, you know, that they, they uh, passed the biggest climate action in American history. You know what uh, Joe Biden was tweeting? Today, Senate Democrats passed the Inflation Reduction Act, siding with American families over special interests, voting to lower the cost of prescri- prescription drugs, health insurance, and energy, and reduce the deficit while making the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. First of all, they they the idea of fair share is so unbelievably uh, communist as to be believed. I mean, it's disgusting. Dis- if you believe in the whole fair share argument, man, that is some ugly stuff. But Joe Biden's tweeting this, and Brian Schatz is tweeting about climate. Which one is the thing that they're talking about here? Which one? What What's the story they want to tell America about what they're all about? How about the fact that Bernie Sanders said that this thing doesn't reduce inflation at all? I mean, I'll vote for it, but it doesn't do anything. What are you talking about? He said the words. He said he that's not something that's deniable. He said it doesn't reduce inflation. By the way, so did 230 economists. And they are still going to run on this. We understand this is a tax and spend bill, right? Raising taxes and engaging in spending. Again, raising taxes during a recession, spending while we already have inflation. And inflation is too much cash, not enough stuff. The last thing we need is more money in the economy. And that's what these Democrats are going to do. I mean, that's special. That is special right there. God bless him. God bless him. You got to understand that for this party, they are cheering things that are not real. This was a tweet put out by Paul Krugman, Nobel laureate, New York Times. Conversation overheard at supermarket meat counter. Customer, meat just keeps getting more expensive. 
butcher. Actually, prices have been coming down. Prices have been coming down? Where? Where, what, what kind, what kind of meat? What, what should I be, uh, what should I be buying? If prices came down a nickel, that's not prices coming down. It is very, very clear that meat is higher than rational people want it to be. So what is Paul Krugman doing? He's doing exactly exactly what it is that this party has been doing, that this administration has been doing, telling you that the economy is strong. Well, we've got 500,000 plus jobs last month. I think that's great. It doesn't make a strong economy when people are working more and getting less. Their dollar doesn't go as far. It just doesn't. It's not moving as far. You want to talk about the the full unemployment that we have? Unemployment's 3.5% or the full employment, I should say. You can, but are you getting as much bang for your buck? Remember when they talked about how you have to pay more and you have to pay more, pay them more, and, and Biden was whispering and being all tough and cool. $15 an hour doesn't get you anywhere. So, of course, these people will now say 20 because of inflation, you know, a living wage is $25 an hour or some nonsense that they'll invent. They won't do anything except exacerbate inflation while telling you, the employer, you're not doing enough for your people. This is how they plan on winning in November. Holy crap. This is a plan? They're cheering this? Missed it by that much. I am amazed. I am amazed. But we'll get into more of it with uh, Senator Todd Young. But something else happened over the weekend. And yes, uh, there, there's, there's a lot of things that happen. I, I, I don't get to everything. I could, I, it'd be very difficult to do. But there was this. And yes, I am the guy who said that uh, Speaker Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi was right to go to Taiwan. I mean, she was. And I'm not worried about what China is engaged in right now. This is just... This is this is just uh, who who they are. The invasion of China was going to come. I mean, the invasion of Taiwan from China was going to come. Joe Biden was asked about this while he was on the tarmac. He's like, I ain't so worried. How worried are you about the situation in Taiwan? Because China is kind of keeping a bit of a grip around the whole island now. I am. Uh, I'm not worried. I don't know what they will do or what they won't do. But Pelosi was right to go. And then for whatever reason, Nancy Pelosi decided to stick a knife in my back 
by showing her, I don't know, a modicum of, of, of respect because she did something I consider to be decent. And she does... Now, before, before I do this, um, you, if, if you're driving, you really need to be concentrating on what you're doing. This is nuts. This is the Speaker of the House. Okay, I warned you. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. What? I'm so, Oh, you need me to repeat that? Oh, sure. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. Your parents lied to you and said if you dug a hole, you would reach China. And therefore, you have a connection to China. I'm sorry. Can we just say this is dumb? Are we allowed? Can I, can I get a ruling on this? Just dumb, correct? Because this is just dumb. This is this is criminal. Just criminal in its ignorance, in its patheticness, in its weakness, in its childlike qualities. Pathetic, dumb. You don't feel a connection to China because you you dug a hole. Uh, And why would you say it? Why is that something that would come to your mind? Don't you know that you look foolish when you say that? Because you look foolish when you say that. And this is the woman who's going to lead the party to victory in the midterms. The same party that just raised taxes during a recession and increased spending with this inflation. And they're cheering it. And wait till you hear Schumer. Oh, if you haven't heard it already, holy cow. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Over there at Justice Amy Coney Barrett's alma mater, they're having a a temper tantrum. This is Rhodes College where an alumni group created a petition to remove Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett from the school's Hall of Fame because she voted to overturn Roe. I mean, we're, we're, we're into the pathetic here. We really are. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. The letter argues that Barrett violated the Rhodes Honor Code through her testimony in the Senate confirmation hearings and in her judicial process making process. What's the her, she did not make a statement to Congress or, or, or to the Senate Judiciary Committee about Roe. They want to argue that Gorsuch and Kavanaugh did and 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 they lied. You use Roe as a litmus test, like a religious litmus test. That's what you do. I am glad it's gone so no other justice has to go through the nonsense of the performance art that uh, that these justices have to go through.
But if you remember Amy Coney Barrett, in speaking with Senator Amy Klobuchar, she was clear that Roe was not super precedent because a lot of people bring it up, a lot of people discuss it. It is unsettled for a fair amount of people. Thus, it does not reach the concept of super precedent, something that is indeed the law of the land. It was always up for debate. It's just radicals like, I guess, those who go to Rhodes College. The Rhodes College Alumni for Reproductive Rights. Well, can we discuss what a bad job your university did if you think abortion is a reproductive right? It is not. Good gosh. Can you imagine? You have an alumni who's a Supreme Court justice. And you're like, oh, didn't do something we liked. Erase, erase, erase. I live in a world where if you're not the thing, you're not allowed to question the thing. Until uh, these these alumni over at Rhodes College become Supreme Court justices, they don't get a say. Tell them to sit down and shut their mouths. Amy Coney Barrett will make decisions. That's her job. Your job is to, I don't know, whatever your job is. Maybe it's an important job. Maybe it's a nothing job. Maybe you don't have a job. Maybe you do this. Maybe you do that. Whatever. But she'll decide. She gets removed from the the ring of honor if you will for a decision you don't like that's spec that is special you gotta love the way these people act there's only one way to think and everything else is wrong if that's the case the one way to think is that capitalism is good the one way to think is that uh, america is better uh, than than socialism the one way to think is that socialism and communism are evil the one way uh to 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 think uh is is well Add on to that list. There's only one way to think, and you can't think any other way. Well, I think there's a right way to go about things, but you're allowed to think the way you will. My job is to convince more people that you're wrong so you lose elections, etc. These people aren't interested in elections. They're not interested in the will of the people. They're certainly not interested in democracy. They're interested in absolute power, and if you should defy them, you should be erased. Damn. I'm very glad I'm not them. Senator Todd Young scheduled to be with us. His take on the Inflation Reduction Act, which I think they're already renaming. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. is the way I would describe Senator Chuck Schumer and Democrats about the 50-50 vote, the tiebreak from Kamala Harris to pass the Inflation Reduction Act, which, if you look at headlines, doesn't seem to be about inflation at all. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Todd Young joins us right now. Senator Todd Young, the senator from Indiana, young.senate.gov. It was all the Republicans who voted no uh, on this. And as, uh, for example, the Indiana Democratic Party 
would like uh, to state, you voted no to combat inflation, lower drug and health insurance costs, create jobs, and fight climate change. According to the Indiana Democratic Party, in this election year, you voted uh, against all the things that would be good for us. So maybe we should address that first. Why did you vote no? <laughs> Tony, thanks for having me on. So um, listen, uh, this this legislation, it, it does absolutely nothing to address inflation. This, of course, is an ideologically driven package of, of bills related to uh, Green New Deal repurposed. It, it doubles the size of the IRS. It, it increases taxes on, on everyone listening. It grows government uh, because that's what Democrats do uh, when they're in charge. And in order to obscure the fact that Democrats Despite the pleas of regular Americans across the country, they continue to focus on everything but the primary issues on the minds of regular Americans. So they need to obscure that, and and so they put forward these big bills, and this one's the biggest of them all, and they give them names that uh, betray their, their purpose. So they call this the Inflation Reduction Act. It will actually exacerbate inflation. It will, uh, for the most part, neglect inflation in order to accomplish these other objectives. That's why my colleagues and I voted against it. Now, it's it's interesting that this starts off. I mean, you talk about how they uh, engage in manipulation. Walk me through it. This was Build Back Better that then tried to be something else while they were trying to negotiate with uh, Democratic Senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin. And then instead of engaging it as a health uh, care and climate change bill, they engaged as an inflation reduction bill. And yet every headline that you see, whether it's the New York Times, the Washington Post or The Guardian, only refers to it as something uh, that is delivering on climate change and health care. So if that word manipulation is so obvious to, to you, me and we, why is it that they believe that the word manipulation works? You know, because sometimes it does, Tony, unfortunately, because not everyone is out there like you and, and uh, others uh, on what I would characterize as, as uh, the fair and center right side of things, amplifying the actual features of the bill. In this case, uh, it, it, it does nothing. An inflation reduction bill would have enhanced competition uh, between people uh, in the private market. It would have reduced regulations. It would have reduced the amount of money going to nonproductive activities, sloshing around the economy. That would have been an inflation reduction bill. This bill uh, goes the opposite direction on each of those fronts in order to grow government. And, and so they obscure that with a headline. There are some uh, smart professionals out there on the center left to far left who like to uh, play along with the Democrats and frankly sell their agenda. And they know that uh, inflation is the number one item on the agenda of, of Americans. And, and so they help the Democrats out and, and say that they're actually working on addressing inflation. But there are many who, who don't read much beyond the headline, Tony. And, um, and that's why it's really important that I go out there and and indicate that, um, you know, this is the worst inflation we've had since Jimmy Carter. So, you know, if you're listening to this, fellow Hoosiers, fellow Americans, and, and you're thinking, isn't inflation our biggest problem? Uh, you're not often in left field. You're right. It is our biggest problem. And uh, this bill does nothing to address that. 
Talking to Senator Todd Young of Indiana on your website, uh, young.senate.gov. Uh, Gov. Young votes against reckless tax and spend bill amidst worst inflation in 40 years. And there's a listing of the filed amendments and motions that you made. I was wondering if I go through a couple of these, were any of these intra- uh, allowed? Did any of these go through? Or were they all denied? Uh, prevent Washington Democrats from raising taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year, consistent with President Biden's repeated pledge. Did that go through? No, it did not. We had some other whoppers, but um, that one actually went through last time Democrats tried to uh, advance a massive tax and, and spend bill. They didn't meet with as much success, but I got every Democrat on record, with the exception of one, voting for that, um, you know, over 60 times. Uh, President Biden, Kamala Harris, uh, during the campaign and since the campaign, have pledged not to raise a single penny in taxes on anyone making less than 400 grand a year. I wanted every single Democrat to own that statement or at least publicly depart from uh, that statement. Uh, None did, with the exception of one. And so every single Democrat uh, who voted on this bill, and that's all of them, in the U.S. Senate and Kamala Harris, just reaffirmed that they would not support uh, uh, you know, increase in taxes, and you know they they all they all broke that pledge. So they now let me give you an, another one. Ensure the new Medicare drug price negotiation program would not go into effect if it discourages access to pharmaceuticals, if there is a public health emergency, or if it will hurt our economic competitiveness against China. This is the one where people are like, okay, explain this to me. How does the negotiating of drug prices work, and are we engaged in capitalism or something else here? But you wanted to make sure things don't go into effect if it keeps people from getting drugs or hurts us against China. What happened here? Number one, we want to make sure that the United States of America, if we have another pandemic, which may well emerge uh, from China, we want to make sure that we can implement an Operation Warp Speed sort of of response to that uh, and that that public health emergency can be attended to uh, and not worry about the the, uh, Medicare uh, benefits one way or another. Uh, if, if we're going to undermine our ability to respond in a way that advances the public health, we want to make sure that we can do that. Number two, the People's Republic of China, their communist leaders have indicated that uh, the life sciences industry, synthetic biology, they want to dominate the, this area of technology, which has major national security implications as well. Uh, they'll do that by handicapping the ability of our most dynamic life sciences company, our pharmaceutical industry, uh, to take whatever profits they have and to reinvest them in research and development. So um, we want to make sure that those things are considered when we start talking about um, government negotiating. I put that in quotes with private business. We both know government never really negotiates. Uh, They make demands. And uh, if the person on the other side of the table uh, can't meet those demands, then uh, they extract costs. And in this case, the cost would be innovation, future life-saving, life-extending drugs. And uh, we just won't bring those to market or we'll bring them to market at such incredibly high cost that people will never know they even existed. Unlike our, our current pharma industry, uh, which, of course, needs to be regulated, but 
Uh, we just went through a global pandemic where the United States led the way. Our people had, had were first in line for access because we are the best in the world, best in innovation. That didn't emerge from nowhere. It's because we have a market economy, not a state capitalist communist economy. Sir, I want to play this for you, talking to Senator Todd Young, a senator from Indiana. This is from CNN, White House Climate Advisor Gina McCarthy, and she is discussing the importance of green in the world of all things farming. It's about a minute long. I want you to hear it, sir. White House National Climate Advisor Gina McCarthy on with John King of CNN. And this is her take. $60 billion here added to $60 billion in the bipartisan infrastructure law to get to the communities left behind, to tackle legacy pollution, to invest in our schools again, to get rid of the old uh, heavy-duty diesel trucks and buses that have contaminated our air in our urban areas. But, but it's also for the areas that you and I haven't well-traveled, at least I haven't, it's the farming communities. This is not just about the, the urban areas. This is about our rural communities. They need opportunities for electric vehicles. They need opportunities for new farming techniques. They need opportunities to make sure that they can produce our food, but also make sure that we're tackling the drought so that we can address those issues all in one. So this is an opportunity not just for the Dorchesters of the world, but the Iowas of the world. And we know that wind is wild in Iowa. They're capturing it. Everybody knows that clean energy is the future. She's talking about truckers. She's talking about farmers. She may have mentioned Iowa, but she's talking about the crossroads of America. She's talking about Indiana and trying to engage the idea of green this and green that. How concerned should Indiana and basically Midwest truckers and farmers, how concerned should they be about the passage of this Inflation Reduction Act in the Senate? Tony, they should be really concerned. Uh, There are no truckers. There are no farmers. There are no leaders of, of agriculture companies or trucking companies who are begging for this legislation. In fact, uh, to probably a person, as I go around the state of Indiana, uh, they do not want this. They don't want their taxes raised in the worst inflationary environment since 1981. They know we're in a recession. They don't think the answer to it is to spend billions of dollars on Green New Deal waste uh, through a, an un, essentially unregulated slush fund created in Washington, D.C., uh, which Gina Mark McCarthy can dispense to uh, you know, favored constituencies and individuals. Uh, we don't need g- green cylindras. Uh, we don't need to double the size of the IRS in order to bring us to a, a Green New Deal future. And we certainly don't need to grow big government. Uh, I don't see how that in any way is is uh, these uh, initiatives are connected to inflation reduction uh, or to uh, addressing people's concerns right now. Investment in the southern border, that would be good. Uh, making sure that our, our military uh, and diplomats have, have what they need so we can face a multi-generational threat from communist China, that would be smart. Um, you know, dealing with our, our 
economic crisis by taking the boot of government off the throats of regular Americans who are trying to make it. And yes, you know, we have high rates of, of uh, employment or low unemployment. Uh, we have, you know, a robust still consumer demand, but we have these other things that need to be attended to our supply chain. You know, where is the administration on this? How are they thinking? about supply chain kinks? Do we have 24-7 um, access to all our various ports right now? Or uh, have, there, have there been longshoremen who continue to, to threaten uh, interruption of the port? Uh, if so, why? Aren't they a Democratic constituency? Uh, isn't that a, a value proposition of, of this Democrat president of the United States? You know, there's so many other things they ought to be focusing on, but they've been fixated. And that's the word, Tony. They've been fixated on getting this bill done ever since they came into office. And, um, you know, frankly, I think they're prepared to eat the consequences at the ballot box. They know that this uh, is a tough sell to the American people, at least across the industrial Midwest. And I'm going to make it a tough sell. We're going to make sure that uh, if, if they can't see the light, we're going to make them feel the heat. And that's my objective between now and November. Senator Todd Young of Indiana, I appreciate you taking the time. We will talk again in the future and hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, Senator, I appreciate you being here. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Everybody knows that the dice are more and more people realizing that the woke, well, that's, that's no way to live. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. And, and Catherine McPhee is a singer. Uh, she was on American Idol, and she's an actress, and uh, she's married. Is his name David Foster? I, I can never remember his, his, his name. Yeah, it's David Foster. He's 76, she's 38. Uh, God bless America. They actually seem to like each other, though. That's that's uh, the great part of it. Uh, she starts putting out on Instagram and other places, take a look at all the violence in Los Angeles. It's because of all of you woke voters who put up with this nonsense. And you're like, oh. Oh. That's, that's luscious right there. That's fantastic. What's fantastic about it is that, you know, it's the the powers that be. We'll call them powers that be. Media powers, right? When you, when you take a look at CNN and the MSNBCs, ABC, NBC, CBS, New York Post, uh, not New York Post, New York Times, Washington Post, uh, it, it it's very easy when you have all of this madness from people with platform uh, descending upon you. It, it's very easy to get uh, despondent, to feel lost. In, in the shuffle, to feel like the, the, this what you know to be factual, you're just being told you're crazy or you're a bigot or, or whatever it is they decide to say at the moment. The more people who speak out against the bigotry that is woke, the bigotry that is critical race curriculum, the bigotry that is DEI, the bigotry that is um, uh, prosecutors not engaging in prosecutions, the better off we are, they get, certainly get angrier and they try to force themselves more upon you in very violent ways. Like, for example, the Department of Justice referring to parents as domestic terrorists. 
but you you it gets us closer to the moment of you know it, it's 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 Seth Godin right the the longer a political conversation goes forward the odds of a mention of Hitler approaches one. That's that's where we're heading, in that it becomes this moment of okay, the the, the gig is up, the joke's over, we've moved on from this. Stop being, stop being silly, stop being pathetic, stop being a fool. Hopefully things like this. I know she's not an A-lister, but she's she's got a list. These things are good things. The more, the merrier. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today.